Welcome, Pathfolk, to the Find the Path Ventures actual play of the War for the Crown Adventure Path. Where we're being killed from a marionette from hell. Well, or whatever plane, I guess it's from. I think it's a fake thing, right? Maybe not. Uh, no, it's... Um, some sort of outsider. We don't know well, exactly. It's an it outsider sure. of some sort from uh, whatever plane Norgaber and Vimir Gix is... Same more uh, neutral evil um, overall, so... I mean, technically, like we're not know. sure, but could be some form of daemon. Yeah. Well, okay, technically demon, but it, with an A, so we call them demons to differentiate them, because otherwise it's difficult to. Mm. <laughs> Things are a little dicey here in the uh, in the rescue mission to save Martella. We need rescuing ourselves now. Yeah, I was going to say, the rescuers need rescuing. Call the rescuers? Down yes. under? <laughs> Two little mice come down and hi Yay! I would be so happy if that happened. I watched that movie way too much as a kid. I especially like the rescuers down under with Mara Hute. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Rescue Down Under Hute. was a phenomenal movie. The best one, honestly. Oh, yeah. I only have extremely vague memories of either one of those movies. I don't think I saw them very much. I just mm. remember Bernard was just trying so hard to propose to Bianca. Mm. And it was adorable and sad and sweet all at the same time. <laughs> I always get those mixed up with the Great Mouse Detective. Mm. <laughs> oh, with Basil. It had the bug life ants Basil problem Baker where Street. occasionally they two studios made the same movie with like slight variations. Slightly different, yeah. But uh, yeah. <laughs> where to even... <laughs> what, what what exactly has happened to us in the last episode, Rick? I remember um, a lot of pain and blindness. I, I, I've, mm-hmm. I've chosen to forget how we got here. Gwen's journal yeah. entry for the last episode will just be, yeah, I was blind and there was a lot of screaming and that was that. I, the <laughs> table. I remember flipping a table. There yeah, was there a, was flip a table. table flip. How we got here, in fact, is because our five heroes, our noble scions, had made their way to the dignified repository a safe house of their ally and friend, Martella Lothied, who appears to have been captured by members of uh, what is known as the Brotherhood of Silence. You had arrived Great. at the top and had fought your way through a, uh, a three-episode battle through the warehouse where you had defeated a number of guild members, as well as uh, apparently two mercenaries that they had hired on uh, in the form Joker of knockoffs. Mr. Smiles the third. Mm-hmm. You then descended down to the lower level and battled some shadowed cultists before searching around and eventually stumbling into a, uh, a room that I affectionately call... E5. The death room? <laughs> e5 is a bad room, y'all. Does death. Yeah, I don't like it. There anymore. was a child, and that child seemed nice and sweet and innocent, and we were like, oh, well, it's just very inappropriate for you to be here, but nothing suspicious. And then we started making will saves, and it was we bad. We failed all of our checks to be and like, it was this bad. is weird. I think Rick inserted this child to make us feel the moral repercussions of our actions. And then it's like, nope, nope. nope. As, as is so often the case, it's just a spider. A, a scary spider, spider woman. A spider in a child yes. suit. A spider in a child suit. A spider in a child suit. A porcelain child suit. A porcelain child suit. guys, I, uh, I'll be back next recording. Um, <laughs> see you guys later. You knew what you were coming back to. Yeah. I didn't warn you beforehand about it. But <laughs> I was going to say, this episode, you have no excuse for attending, Heather. That's true. 
curiosity. More Rick curiosity. would be mad if I just didn't show up. You I have mean, to attend with your 13 hit points. I was going <laughs> to say, we need those 13 hit points and also your bastard sword. <laughs> uh, what followed after that was uh, what I am going to say is the single most successful glitter dust in the history of not only this podcast, <laughs> oh my but my God, entire game yeah. mastering career. That yeah, was it was amazingly uh, effective. That was, yeah. uh, that was the best low-level spell I think I've ever cast. Well, because we literally couldn't make Don't a save until so happy it, about du- it. the duration ran out. It was so effective. Well, it took yep. out most of the front line. It was a problem. Yeah. Yep. It took out a majority of the front Ugh. line. It, it is rare that a glitter dust is that effective. Yes. The last time glitter dust got cast on us, nothing happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. You, you did. This is the second time you have been glitter dusted in this campaign. So yeah. the spider glitter I'm dust. Sensing, is more I'm sensing the motif we're going to be finding is everybody's. <laughs> Everybody take blind fight. Yeah, right. I'm beats. sensing the motif is going to be bedazzled. This entire <laughs> glitter dust. You're bedazzled by a porcelain Give them spider. Give some razzle dazzle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are fancy enough for a little razzle dazzle. That seems mm-hmm. appropriate. Yes. Often not said, maybe never before spoken words of, don't you hate it when you're trying to help a child and a spider bedazzles you? <laughs> I, you know, I, yeah, I do. that's, that's I a do bad situation. <laughs> a fight had then followed where you're battling the Fantionette. Yep. An outsider, kind of an avatar creature of uh, Thamir Gix, a servant of his, if you will. The problem is it's really cool looking and it's killing no, us. No, it's not really cool looking. <laughs> it's neat. It has little like, you know, it's little uh, marionette it's things that go cool into the looking. shadows above. Like, it's pretty cool. No. I like the marionette string situation. No. Yeah. yeah. No. No. And it had uh, proceeded to beat the living crap out of Gwen, beat the living crap yep. out of Oliver, smack the crap. Yep. I mean, really, I think Felix is the only one that's escaped from this so far, mostly uh, unscathed. Yeah, Long I don't times. think I've actually been hit yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, knock on that wood. Well, Lucky mostly you've been you. running around trying to keep the rest of us from you're going gonna get down. Hit when you're the only one left. Yeah. So uh, beat yourself. the crap out of Cornelius, uh, cast a scare spell, sending. Uh, Verity fling for her life. I know, I'm so mad about it. Oh, you're mm. you're basically outside of the. You're like outside at this point. Aren't I'm you? gonna be a while. Yeah, it's been four rounds of running or something ridiculous. Yeah, being uh being panicked and fleeing is literally the worst thing you can have in this game because you just yep. you're out of the fight guaranteed. Anyway, y'all have a good time, and if you're still alive when I get back, we'll celebrate. So I suppose <laughs> to put us back to where we were, uh, all of you were here in this room, some a room some 15 feet across, about uh 30 feet in overall length. A long table um, flipped on its side now. The papers that were once atop it scattered everywhere as it has been used as a barricade over half of the room for most of this fight. Maps of Taldor's many prefectures cover the surrounding walls with very various notes and such, as you can tell that this is obviously one of uh, Martellus' planning rooms, judging by the sheer number of maps here. Sorry, it actually just occurred to me. Mm. That you've been running this creature wrong and we should be winning. <laughs> it doesn't even have the scare spell. No, no. It's actually not good for you. I don't know. Well, I'm not Rick. in there. I guess I'm fine. I don't know. How dare you remember something that's not in our favor? You know you're not supposed to do that. That was oh, in my writer. I think you I know what it is. Things. Shush, Ross. Well, he already knows what it is, I think. So. Stop asking the teacher if we had homework. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was the kid that did that, and I'm, I'm sorry to all the rest I would have brought it up in the last one, so I won't bring it up. I think that there's actually a mechanic for if you drop a lantern, whether or not it shatters yep. and starts a fire. That's exactly because you flipped over a table thinking. with a lit lantern on it. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. But oh. I'm just going to assume that it extinguished, because I Fair think that's enough. also an option. It was a, a magical lantern. 
Uh, it is. Fun. I was sitting there looking. I was like, "Wait a second, is that a lantern on that table that we flipped?" Uh oh. Uh, yeah, we really, really need fun to be fighting this level. thing with smoke all up in our grill. Yeah. Maybe it like, would be on fire. Maybe we didn't throw it like the lantern on it though. Yeah, but it's been so. scrabbling around over there. Uh, the only it's thing that could have made this worse would be Oliver on the ground, unconscious as fire is slowly creeping towards him. <laughs> no! My goodness. Uh, oh, no. However, you're, uh, the room is not on fire. Uh, in fact, you have been uh, basically battling it out in this chamber. Chairs and tables flipped everywhere with the Fantionette standing next to Gwen. Oliver having just struggled back up to his feet. A dagger of force chasing Cornelius across the room as yep. he continues to fun, stab no. at him viciously. Not fun. Felix having uh, helped recover that, and I believe right now, Barity is jogging with speed downstairs yep. um, as she has run so the all the way down the hallway, for climbed this all the is, way up. It's just the Benny Hill theme, right? Yeah, as I had to explain recently to Yes, that is the name of that song. Yep. It makes no sense that it's called Yakety Sax, but it is. I'm sure it made sense when they made it. Yeah, but I've never heard it called Yakety Sax. I was like, it's the Benny Hill music. Like, what are you doing? But yeah, Verity is currently jogging down the stairs to the first level of the warehouse. As we, uh, yeah. I suppose, kick things back off. Let me cue up a little Sirenscape. Sirenscape. Don't trust stalls. I mean, don't I didn't children. to begin don't trust with. Small children. I think I said don't trust I children in the last one. So. Oh, <laughs> All right. And I believe we left off on the uh, Fantinet's turn. Yep. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I believe we're still in round eight. <laughs> Fancy Annette is also a fun way to say that name. Fancy Annette. Uh, <laughs> she's not fancy. She's kind of fancy. All right. So what happens to us, Rick? I was going to say, I think it's its turn. Yep. It I is know. its turn. What happens to us, That's Rick. always where we end when we're doing cliffhangers is what mm-hmm. its turn like is going to be. It's like a freaking Dark Souls boss is what we're doing right here. <laughs> there's, not, uh, there's not a dodge roll ability on my character sheet, and that makes my this unfair. <laughs> yeah. You had to take the dodge feat. <laughs> That's what that does, dang it. <laughs> Since it's below 50% of health, it enters into phase two of the boss fight. Oh, oh God. God. Oh, no. <laughs> As a whole bunch more jump out and they form into a, a giant <laughs> Voltron-style spider mech. No. Good news, everybody. There's only two phases. <laughs> <laughs> well, now when you kill her, that's when phase three starts. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like that one from Sekiro where you chop its head off and then it wakes up. up. And, yeah. <laughs> And then beat you with its own severed head. Yes. It's like, what the? <laughs> All right. FromSoft games are weird, y'all. FromSoft games are amazing <laughs> anyway. Amazingly weird. <laughs> let's go ahead and start with uh, Let's go ahead and start with that dagger attack on Cornelius, just so I don't forget that. Mm. I'm going to give it a preemptive ow, because it's probably going to hit me. There's a one on every dice, Jordan. That is a 22 to hit Cornelius. <laughs> yeah, that hits me. Told you the ow was warranted. If it makes you feel better, it would hit anybody. I yeah. mean, yeah, no joke. Uh, so the dagger stabs Cornelius ooh, for six points of damage as it continues to pursue um, after the uh, the wee arcanist. That's one. He's not wee. Two. <laughs> I have five hit points left. Yay! Mm-hmm. Welcome to the single digit club, I guess. Yep, yep. I'm in the single digit club. It's yep, a fun good place company. to be. This is uh, this is bad. It will mm-hmm. then. Oliver's up on his feet. Yep. Gwen's on her feet. Yep. Oliver's looking rough. Gwen's looking rough. If it makes any difference, I'm probably looking rougher because I am at why, like... Why are you giving him that? <laughs> Again, you don't have to GM kill us. Death, sir. I'm just saying it no, is technically to... true. The cleric closes your mouth. Yes, the cleric <laughs> closes your dang mouth. <laughs> uh, it's going to save its bite attack real quick. 
save okay. it? Uh, oh no. It's gonna go ahead and do its two claw attacks on Gwen. Yep. Oh no. Because mechanically, that's its best move. Yep. That makes sense. I don't like uh, it. So but first it makes claw sense. comes in. I'm looking at a 19 to hit the scald. That hits me on the nose, unless I'm getting cover from the table from where I'm at between her. <laughs> no, because the table's on its side. Okay. Striking the skull for two points of damage. It will then Could go ahead worse. and claw a second time. Ooh, that's only a 14, though. No, that won't hit. And Oliver's barely on his feet, so it's going to take a five-foot slide over. Quick little five-foot step there. Into the center of the room. Uh, again, as oh, far no. as all of you are concerned, it basically like lashes out at Gwen, and then it almost seems to like hop as if someone is holding a, uh, a bunch of strings and just kind of bouncing it along like a small mm. child playing with a toy. Don't like it. Uh, as it's pulled along by its marionette strings before it lashes out with a bite at Oliver. I am the wall. Oliver grunts as he puts up another shield. Uh, you bring your shield up as it almost slams full into it as I imagine a 10 will not strike Oliver as you uh, know <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little silly for bringing up the shield now but at the same time I'm glad I lit <laughs> yeah <laughs> worth it as you, you uh, fight desperate to hold your ground to keep uh, Felix and Cornelius which unfortunately there's nothing you could do about this uh, dagger mm. force getting past the front line as you uh, stand there and waver bringing us from the Fantionette to Felix Despire well <laughs> Oh, Lord. Um, Were we also out of, like, channeling and, like, every bit, bit of magical healing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right, just making sure yes. I remembered that correctly. Yeah. No, because we got utterly messed up upstairs and had to use all of our healing. Yeah, that's even after I used the Pearl of Power as well. So, yeah. We have a ton of potions. It's just we can't use them right now. Yeah, <laughs> we do have, like, six or seven potions. It's yeah. just it's hard to distribute those in combat. But Felix is going to, to step up uh, next to uh, the porcelain spider and attack with my sickle. All right. You step forward, bring the uh, the smiling sickle of uh, Mr. Smiles the <laughs> Third to bear. Yeah. Which is only a plus three, but you know what? We got to do what we got to do. Come on, Abadar. Give me a good roll. Okay. All right. That's a 16 for a 19. Mm. And a 19 will strike your foe as you bring yeah, the sickle him. around, slicing it down at the spider. Thanks, Mr. Smiles. Yeah. <laughs> He's smiling down on you. We're I probably don't think up that's going to do somewhere. anything, though. It's only four points of damage. It's, it's the thing's damage reduction. Yeah, it rebounds off of this creature to no effect. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, my God. Yeah, Everything about has, this creature that's, sucks. that's the thing that's killing mm. us right now is the damage reduction. I think technically what's killing you is the, yeah, the, <laughs> the creature. What's yeah, killing Cornelius is this. Yeah, but I would be the able to actually knife. damage it if I could freaking get through the damage reduction. Actually, Felix's accuracy like in this fight has been pretty high. It's just, you know, again, you bring your blade around, it slams into it, but you just can't exert enough Damage force reduction, to penetrate through this thing. Like, five good on such a low-level challenge rating is kind of insane. It's <laughs> real mean. It's, yeah. It's very mean. Uh, yeah. That takes us from Felix to Oliver Darahan. All right. Leave my friends alone. Uh, Oliver will attempt an attack. Let's see how this works. All right. Ha <laughs> ha! Well, that is a 17 for a 23. There a 23 go. will nice. strike your foe as you bring uh, your, I think, oak heart. Yep. As you bring your axe to bear. I don't roll great on damage. That's a two for a six total points of damage. You, hey, you at least do damage to hey, it. You, you got do do damage something. as you slam into it. Chips of uh, porcelain go scattering everywhere. And you uh, you feel that crunch 
sensation as you crack through the uh, the carapace of the spider inside of this thing. It is still going, however. Uh. Oh, I, it's not really a good place to reposition. I mean, um, Felix already set up the flank for Gwen, so I think I will just stay where I am for now. All right. Oliver holds the line. Hold Bring us line. to Cornelius. Oh, if this is bad. Um, this is... So it would get cover from me if I stepped up next to Felix, because I would like to shock and grasp it. I don't want to provoke the attack of opportunity by getting in front of Oliver. Hmm. I'm probably about to go down. I do not have any good options. If I may contribute, the problem with you using the wand of shock and grasp is, and you may not remember this because it has been two weeks, is that you need to roll higher than a 12, because the 12 is what you rolled last time and failed to get through its spell resistance. Mm-hmm. Oh, that God, that's right. It has spell resistance. Thank you for the reminder, yep. because I will just hit it with an acid splash and... Because it has spell resistance and in, in addition to the introduction of five. Mm. I need a creative solution. Hey, that is a 19 on the die for a hey, 22. There you go. Hey. A 22, even with the cover provided by Felix, a 22 will strike your target. Yeah. Nice. nice. As you thread the needle. That is three points of acid damage. The acid, basically Felix slices into this thing, wrenches it, Oliver cracks it on the other side, and then Felix steps back just in time for this acid splash to just go like under your right arm before it splashes the thing full in the face. (laughs) As it stumbles back, screeches, suddenly stops screaming. And then as if strings were cut, just flops to the ground. Yay! Oh yeah, go Cornelius! (laughs) I did it! Woo! Oh my God! Wait, that magic weapon, is that still going? No, because it actually has to maintain concentration each round. So technically oh, that goodness. ends. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Wait, am I still going to die? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, was that a premature celebration? Oh, that was a good shot. Oh. Well done. Oh, oh my God. Is everyone all right? Well, Define all right. All right being relative. We're all still breathing. <laughs> Any major injuries or anything? I think my eyes are back in working order. Well, unfortunately, I'm tapped, and I can't really do much besides uh, offer a bandage. We have some potions. Let's let's go try to meet um, Verity. We'll probably let's head back to the <laughs> room with the with the um, ladder. I couldn't think of the word for a moment. Gods, oh, might have a concussion. Let's be honest. I think I do. Yes, I've had one before. It was very similar. As I'm not really one up on the healing arts, concussions fixed by a magic potion? Let's hope so. <laughs> Sleep it off. See, that does seem like something it should do. Actually, find, find the path specifically states, do not sleep if you have yeah, a concussion. Yeah, absolutely don't sleep when <laughs> you yes, have a concussion. Yes, do not. Mm. I don't want to be responsible for anyone going, well, find the path told me to take a nap if I have a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the time you, that you finish this about 30 second long uh, conversation, you hear the sound of like, fine, uh, Taldane boots slamming on stone, as I imagine she probably has the finest of riding boots uh, to wear oh, yeah, for definitely. They're dirty now. Oh, boo-hoo your dirty boots. <laughs> it's upsetting. All right, welcome back. Are you all uh, right? Well, I guess a light jog didn't... Well, you're all alive. <laughs> <laughs> we look that bad. Oh, yes, your uh, your ability for understatement certainly hasn't left you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, oh. to be fair, you barely look alive. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I am barely alive. 
gracious. Uh, yes, so, Batman uh, potions. How many potions do we have? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually okay, so y'all can drink them. I'm wondering if we shouldn't uh, retreat and go maybe buy a wand or something. That uh, seems like a good idea. Uh, the problem with is, what money? Yeah, and the problem well, is we've we don't know how much of this place is left and how much they've heard. And if we leave, you we know, have literally no healing other than those six potions. Yeah, I would. I'd be very cautious about going on because, for all we know, there's so this wasn't even the boss. Do we have fight. the gold for a wand. But the thing is, like I said, we don't know how many of them are left. We know Martella is here. Now we they know that we know she's here. And if we all just leave. I mean, we don't all have to leave to buy a wand. Also, there True. were a half dozen of the guys outside that got distracted. They could come yeah. back in that time. Mm. 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 Then we're fighting more of those rogues from up top. Let's drink the potions and see where we're standing after that. So... Okay. So... Mechanically speaking, mm. Verity can make it from the dignified repository <laughs> to the Cathedral of Coins, <laughs> hustling. So basically double moving in two minutes. Yeah. Two minutes? I'm that's, a real fast runner. You have that's a 40 impressive. foot movement speed, so yeah, okay. that's, 80, that's 80 feet around. I mean, if, if I feet take a off my armor, I have a 40 foot movement speed. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the Cathedral of Coins is about 1,600 feet away, about a quarter of a mile. Okay. At 80 feet per round, you could make that in 20 rounds or two minutes. I okay. like to jog. That's the thing I kept thinking. Okay. I love the idea that we <laughs> all, like we're all like, okay, Verity, we'll see you in five minutes. Here's sacks of gold from everybody. Do we have enough gold is the question. Do we have the gold? In the treasure, we have rubies and jewelry worth 900 gold. Oh, there we go. So, All right. Here, I'll give me these gemstones. You just drink these potions, and I'll be back in like five minutes. Well, if there's a line, maybe up to ten. Welcome to the city campaign, where we can just uh, take, a, take say, a five, five minute break and have five a wand. minutes. Isn't too bad, but <laughs> it's not it bad longer at than all. that. Yeah. yeah, just stay here at the entrance, I suppose. Yeah, we should stay here because in case they did hear something and start looking around, we'll want to still be here. Yes, I'm not very stealthy, so if you hear fighting, do come. <laughs> Technically speaking, you could probably make it faster because actually, um, there's some straightaways, I'm sure. <laughs> Who knew that running was such a good skill? One thousand one hundred and seventy-seven feet of that is a straight line. Oh, nice! And wow. then another distance, so you could probably make it there, maybe, maybe a minute and a half. Because if you're on the map, okay. There, before that's I leave, I look at all of them and I go, "Do you want to make a bet that I can be back in five minutes?" <laughs> No, because I'll okay. lose. I, I oh, love fine. the idea that you would make it, but you get there and there's two people there's in line. front of you, and there's there's two people in so front it ends of up you being at like the, at seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Yeah, Verity takes off. Ah, uh, the glory of being in a city. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We love being in a city. I imagine all of you probably make your way up to the top of the ladder. It's a safe place, a good defensible location, mm. where you can keep an eye on the only entrance and exit that you're aware of from this place. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't. I, I imagine there is not another exit from this place. Oh my god! Was we turn to the tables the and we stab around those boxes and things when the six come back. <laughs> it also it also gives you on this upper level a commanding view of the entirety of the warehouse, where you can see out the yeah. window in case anyone returns. Mm. Verity, you step outside, take off running. Mechanically speaking, because I do love mechanically speaking, it takes you two rounds to run the. <laughs> 160 feet back down the street to reach the main thoroughfare, um, the Crown's Road, that runs from Crown's Gate all the way to Memorial Park. You then turn on that and run full tilt, getting from 
the exit from the uh, the Crown's Gate there, um, that district that you're in, all the way down to Canal Road in 36 seconds. <laughs> My goodness. As you run full Impressive. speed, darting past all these people, some Kithadorian kids are uh, playing morose game of hacky sack. <laughs> yeah. the there. You just don't emo know. hacky sack. Oh, it's, everyone, everyone's a little sad today because. Oh right, the, the grand, grand prince died. is dead. Oh yeah, because by the way, the grand prince was killed last night. Yeah. God, it's only been one day. Okay, it's only been. <laughs> he it, it, is, it has not even been. Yeah. I think at this point a full. Tw- well, actually, it's been a full twenty-four hours even since. Yeah. yeah. No. When you reach Canal Road, you then turn and make your way straight to the Cathedral of Coins, which takes you only an additional about 18 seconds to <laughs> run down the uh, the length of this because you are to run down the technically speaking you clear a football field in 18 seconds like oh my god wow. you are running god. as fast as you absolutely can sign Verity up for the NFL good gracious <laughs> I don't want to do any hitting imagine if the party run. had a monk or imagine like if you had no that's the thing imagine like, if you had Sudi mon- here from oh, Mummy's yeah. Basket going yeah. I was going to say high, high level monks I could be there and back again in I don't know, maybe like a minute? I mean, Sydney would have already bought the wand while we were discussing it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep, and then it takes you about another uh, uh, six seconds to go uh, running up the steps to the Cathedral of Coins. All in all told, uh, you do actually reach the Cathedral of Coins in uh, one minute and 12 seconds. <laughs> for oh, that, that started their timer back at the uh, the craft. It sometimes like when you're looking at the perspective here and you're just like, man, this map is massive. But when you really think about it, it's like, Imagine if you brought a horse. Yeah. Mm. Like you would have been there in just like 30 seconds of uh, of running with a horse. You're not dealing with traffic today. Mm. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people are staying home. Rushing yep. up the uh, the steps to the Cathedral of Coins. I imagine you uh, you kind of burst through the doors. Uh, of course, all of the temples here are pretty uh, almost quiet. Um, yeah, so many banker. of the priests are at the, uh, the Senate here. Mm-hmm. Running inside the Cathedral of Coins is part temple and part bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is a beautiful cathedral topped with a dome of silver and gold with marble fountains decorating either side of the church's steps, which you go running up three at a time. Rushing inside, you can see, uh, basically as you step in, you can see these wall murals along the uh, the right-hand sides, um, which are these these beautiful murals that mostly depict uh, Abadar aiding Taldor, helping to uplift Taldor. It's one part uh, religious iconography and one part state propaganda mm. covering the surrounding walls. Because Abadar is the, uh, I guess, it, there's no state religion in Taldor, but like the most popular um, Really, church. since since Aroden's been gone, Abadar has kind of taken the, uh, the front on that. Um, yeah. And there are many things in here that basically they appeal to Verity's heart as she looks over here and it just shows oh, yeah, these vast sure. tracts of unused land. Um, and then on the opposite side, it shows like the Abadarian priestess building roads and, and bridges and bringing civility and stability and civilization to these untamed tracts of land. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, as you rush in, you can see that the uh, off towards your, your right hand side is the wide arch that leads into this area where you can see the large row of, uh, of bank tellers. Um, most of the windows are down. It's these beautiful gilt bronze cage dividing where the uh, the tellers stand and the people that come in. Is there a VIP line? Uh, they call it the diamond line. Yes. Wonderful. I love that. <laughs> for, for, di- for diamond level priests uh, and, uh, and... And Verity labors. reaches into her pocket, pulls out her diamond, you know, diamond like membership credit card. card. That's the bank side over there. You can tell because there's a large table with a pin chain Oh, right. To I it. need to go to the item side. A pin and chain. <laughs> Off towards the left-hand side, you can see a temple area, which is 
almost indistinguishable from the banking area where the the temple area has uh, currently set up a large number of tables. Uh, right now, you can see a fair number of children age range between nine and maybe 12 or 13 that you're uh, going to guess are either uh, the children of the mercantile class or nobles or maybe even some uplifted commoners that are in the uh, the process of learning proper banking. They've all got their their abacuses out in front of them and, uh, you know, are studying over their, their books as a, uh, a priest stands there. Go ahead and have Verity roll me a diplomacy check. Okay. That will determine what dice I roll to see how many minutes this takes. Uh, 17 for 24. Nice. Okay. Not bad. Nice. Not bad. Nice. All right. And uh, then go ahead and bounce me a d6. Five. Okay. So you rush in there. Um, you quickly walk over to uh, the priest. You basically go, you know, like, I need you to uh, to go and, and retrieve this. And uh, they're just like, oh, okay, fine. They they turn, they go out, they go and, uh, and get the wand. They bring the wand back to you. Uh, that doesn't take very long at all. Um, mm-hmm. They go in there, they do a quick uh, inventory check and all the rest of that. After about two minutes or so, they come back with that. They lay out the wand. They're just like, okay, so, you know, they take the, they quickly call over a different bank teller who brings out a jeweler's <laughs> loop and appraises the rubies and just goes, yeah, you know, I think your, I think your appraisal seems to be fairly accurate, you know, uh, within, within a, a one to 2% margin. And so they seem to find that acceptable. They have you sign off on the receipt. Um, and then they quickly explain the, uh, the use of the wand, the, uh, Command word for it, yeah. which is uh, gold is good, is the command word for this <laughs> one. It's going to be like dollar, dollar say. bills. I don't know. <laughs> Make it rain, y'all. Bonk. It's better. have my money. Gold standard is the uh, the command word for this the as he hands standard. it over to them. Yeah. Oh, no. oh, no. This beautiful white wand, guilt and gold. They then, unfortunately, you then do have to listen to the mandatory like terms and conditions and all the rest of that stuff for any returns or any and other and issues. Wand. Uh, you are you're probably to like, wand. go read it like an auctioneer. And he's like, I'm I sorry, listen. I have to read it a certain very speed. closely. Yeah. So closely mm. I listen. Yes. Mm. To go over the general uh, you know, just so you know, this is a uh, a wand of cure light wounds. It will not cure moderate or severe wounds if you run into <laughs> moderate or severe wounds. Uh, do you understand good. that there's a common misconception that just shoving a, a severed limb back into place and casting this will repair that. This will not repair severed limbs. Mm-hmm. Basically going through like the, you know, if you're actually if you're <laughs> feeling he's sick basically or like, this is else. for tissue damage only. <laughs> yes. Uh, Flesh wounds. External wounds do not ingest. Um, you, know. <laughs> you just kind of wave along all the rest of that stuff. They have to tell people you... because you know there was somebody back in the day that did that, and they're like, oh, add it to the list. What if I just eat it when I get all 50 charges at once? <laughs> exactly. Like, that's the thing. is like I'm sure there was somebody that's like, this is a genius move. Why cast it when I can just eat it? <laughs> yes. So, yeah, you pick up the wand. You take it out of the shrink wrap. You remove the tag that says for external use only. You grab that and then take off down the, uh, the stairs and go rushing your way back. Yes, right, very well. Bye. I did count my change also. You were given exact change. Wonderful. They did offer to exchange it for a smaller ruby, if you would have preferred. Mm. No, thanks. They do that thing where they're like, like the ATMs do now, where they're like, how would you like your, your money? Do you want to have a split in some silver? Or would like you like them in platinum? And unfortunately, minted gold coins is what I And like. unfortunately mm. for Oliver, because he didn't take this bet, Verity returns seven minutes and 24 seconds yeah. after she left. Oh! oh. Man. <laughs> Oliver needs to... Be more daring. All right, I returned. The terms and conditions were quite long. I don't know why I explained them to me. It's not like I'm using it. And I give the wand and I say, the command word was, what was it? Gold is good. No, that was the other one. We exchanged that one. This one is the gold standard. Gold standard. <laughs> you had yes. time to exchange it. Ah, the other one had a small defect. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, what I'm going to guess defect. cosmetic? Uh, potentially. I don't know. All I know is that 
he said a bunch of command words and then we ended up with this one. So here you go. The other one, he was holding the wand. who's like, the command word for this is gold is good. And then it casts and it's like, ah, oh, crap. I was like, oh, man. I, I, I <laughs> Let me get you a full one. And then goes back to the back. Oh, my <laughs> yes. yes. If you ever wonder why you can buy wands that are partially charged, there's your answer. <laughs> this is the demo wand now. We just, yeah, just yeah, exactly. He cast it, he's like, I don't, I don't suppose you have an injury, do you? <laughs> the I demo do, wand. The guy waves you away uh, and then just stands awkwardly in the front with a little sign that just says, you know, one free cure light wounds because he has to hold the charge. He's just like, yeah. dang it. And they take the counter that says number of days since accidental castings and resets it to zero. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we were about to have a pizza party. Come on. <laughs> Ruined it for all of us. Gosh, anyway, Steve. Why is this so funny? Because you guys nearly died in the last episode and you can use a little levity. It's, it's tr- true. One, one, yeah, that, and also I think like making fun of like capitalistic businesses is always fun. So. Yes, yes it is. All right. It's a victimless um, crime. Let's go on ahead yeah. and I suppose uh, get the rest of us uh, healed up and then we'll keep going. Cornelius, I also have a, I have an idea. A creative idea? Has Shalyn answered my prayers? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Oliver Shalyn. is the one answering your prayers. <laughs> Shalyn works in mysterious ways. I mean, perhaps Shalyn came to me in a dream or something. I don't know. Uh, regardless, um, I was unconscious for a moment. Could it, I'm going to stop there. Uh, <laughs> that was Avatar. <laughs> you were technically up before I made that prayer, to be fair. Yeah, true. But so our primary purpose is to get Martella out, right? Correct. I have a strong feeling that this isn't designed as some sort of prison. Martella is probably with whoever is in charge here. Well, that would make sense. Or she's at least locked up in some room, I would imagine. Potentially. Um, There are ways to, I think, get her out as a priority. And I think you are going to be the best one to be able to enact those ways. Ah. Oliver fishes through, I guess, all of the various gear we've collected um, and comes up with two scrolls and two potions. Uh, He hands Cornelius two of the scrolls and a potion. The scrolls are of invisibility. You might remember we found those. Ah, yes. The potion is gaseous form. Your job oh. is to turn yourself invisible, get to Martella, pour this down her throat, and then she can get out of whatever shackles she's in. Ah. Oh, I like that. That's quite good. In the meantime, um, Oliver goes on and hands the other potion over to Felix. You'll be back up in case whoever's there is able to see invisible people. There are ways ah. around it. That is true. Let us truly hope they don't have the ability to do that. I hope not, but... They, they just cast Glitter Dust and we're like, dang it. <laughs> it's like, again? <laughs> not again. <laughs> Everyone has Glitter Dust. Ah. In the meantime, for this, um, it's going to be up to Verity, Gwyn, and myself to distract whoever's there to keep them from being able to realize what's going on. Your job is to get Martella out. I was wondering if we were bait. <laughs> I mean, I mostly went with the fact that you two are very skilled with bait. With the who is bait? You, bait. <laughs> the spades. you expert uh, anglers, you. <laughs> no, you two are very skilled with blades, and oh, uh, I work very well as bait. I'm very loud and in people's way. So, hmm. well, all right. So, plus I know we've done a uh, fairly bad job at this, but it would be nice to be able to bring someone to justice for this crime. I agree. But yeah, some of these people primary... that you uh, left on, on the ground over there yeah. weren't even dead. You just stripped them of their gear and they're just unconscious still on the ground. <laughs> I mean, fair yeah. enough. Well, there's also a fair number we have alive. outright killed, so, you know. Eh. Well, okay, to be fair, the ones in that other room 
the ones that died, we didn't kill them. We just knocked them. We just we knocked them unconscious, and then uh, mm. the like the last one actually killed them with some negative channeling. I mean, yeah, but regardless, um, our primary purpose is to get Martell out of here. As much as I do want to bring these people to justice, I, that is not our primary job here. Fair enough. And I don't want to see any of us. I don't want to see any of us die today. I'm a little nervous about that. I'll be honest with you. Mm. I just found you all again. I don't want to lose you now. That was surprisingly heartfelt, Oliver. <laughs> when class Oliver on the shoulder. Now, the one flaw in this plan is that Martella is just as stubborn as the rest of us. She may want to stay and fight, and if she does, we support her. But this also allows her to get into the fight, as opposed to just standing there being some sort of damsel in distress. Oliver says with obvious distaste. Additionally, Martella is not the only one who's here. There were the others, and I imagine we don't want to just leave them either. Also true. Though, I believe to Oliver's point, our highest priority is to recover Martella. Agreed. We, of course, want to save everyone, but primary, primarily Martella. I have a feeling that she's going to be a strong ally in the fight to come as well. Mm. But we'll yes. see what she wants to do when that time comes. Yeah, because Eutropia's not down here either, right? Mm-mm. No, as far Eutropia as we know, was no. Safe. Yeah, okay. she was sent somewhere else, basically. Yeah, because so. uh, Lady Marilla contacted Eutropia, and Eutropia was the one that informed her of the safe house. Right, oh, right, right. Well, that okay. made it easy. Sorry, it's been a bit in real life, and Jordan's memory is not good. <laughs> but anyway. see, all previous episodes of Mummy's Mask and me for getting abilities. At any all rate, right. that's the plan. Um, so I guess whenever we contact whoever is in charge here. If you see Martella, go invisible, get her out. All right, I can do that. Right, then let's keep exploring. Okay, we're back to opening traps with our faces. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Yay. Why actually did you have to remind us? We should actually probably oh, right. heal yeah. ourselves with the wand. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for oh, the right. reminder. Yeah. We made so many jokes. <laughs> I was, I was just, let's not open it with our face. I have 10 hit points. <laughs> we had such a great time. Feel free to heal yourselves. Yeah, please, please, heal, please heal me also. <laughs> Pause for healing again. There's a secret door that we passed when we first came in, and then there's the long hallway, because this looped back around. We should probably do the long hallway loop just to make sure, and then the secret door, right? Yeah, the long hallway loop is open, so it's more likely somebody heard us from that direction. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll pull the scroll just in my offhand, just so I'll have it in case we go straight into a rescue, but... Yeah, I was about to say, unfortunately, I don't know exactly where Martella is, so that does complicate it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So you gather yourselves, you heal yourselves using this uh, this freshly bought wand. Mm-hmm. It's been about 10 minutes at that point after uh, Oliver's little discussion of tactics and all the rest of that. You descend back down, make your way back through. Uh, see no immediate signs that uh, anything is aware of you, is immediately concerned that you're here. You turn down the southern passage and begin to make your way forward. The hallway continues for a distance of some 25 feet or so, before turning sharply to your right. Verity up a point as it reaches this turn, you can see it continues for a distance of some Ah. 20 feet or so before ending in a door. There's a door. Hmm. Yep, I guess just everyone prepare yourselves. Um, Hunker down. The door opens into a short hallway. Off towards your right-hand side, you can immediately see that there's a, uh, the hallway continues for a bit distance, about five feet. Uh, before reaching another door off towards your right-hand side, before the hallway goes forward for about a distance of 10 feet and opens into a much larger room. From here, you can see into the room, you can see that it's a chamber uh, probably some 30 feet across. You're not entirely positive how wide it is um, as you're standing in the hallway and can look ahead. 
you do see a stuffed training dummy along mm. the wall off towards the left-hand side with uh, what seem to be a number of uh, throwing daggers protruding from it. Mm. Cool. Um, off towards the right-hand side, you can make out just the outline of what seems to be a weapon rack. And then a passage continues on past that into another room down another hallway that uh, mirrors where this hallway is on the opposite side, although you can't make out much of that chamber other than uh, what looked to be a number of shelves. I love the idea of uh, Princess Eutropia like being in here, like using this as a training room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll step forward if there's, you know, no invisible in here. Yeah. Are you heading into the uh, the main room ahead or are you approaching the door off to your right? We should check the door. Yeah, the yeah, door. Yeah. I think so. I'll just hop okay. over and open the door. If nothing immediately jumps out of us ahead of us, you know. No, yeah. Not that you say. Yeah, nobody immediately just starts shooting or something. <laughs> we roll perception rolls again. Oh, there's two guys on e either side of that opening. Hopefully it's a closet. Approaching this other door, reaching out, opening the door, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Opening this door, however, leads into a different type of room. The chamber is not exceptionally large. Well, not by your standards. <laughs> From the door to the opposite wall here is about 10 feet, although it opens up off towards your right-hand side into a chamber some maybe 15 feet across by uh, 25 feet in overall length. Two large bookshelves, an elaborate L-shaped desk, and a well-dressed bed decorate hmm. this, relatively speaking, lavish bedroom. Okay. A variety, strangely, of springs, gears, and small tools clutter the mm. desk along with various pages of sketches and designs, both on the desk and then tacked to the wall directly over it, of complex mechanical contraptions, most notably, most familiar to Verity as she opens the store and begins to step in, what appears to be the design for some sort of complex clockwork cricket. Ah, oh, the noisy yeah. cricket. <laughs> the noisy cricket. <laughs> ah, I think we found the bedroom. I think mm. we found her... I guess, laboratory? <laughs> Martella's room, yes. She has been busy. Such clever contraptions. It does yes. feel icky to dig through her bed, her personal space here, yes? Oh, chances are if there was me. something of use, whoever captured her has taken it already anyway. Uh, does it? Does the room look like it's been tossed? Like, some, you know, like somebody yeah, went through stuff? Question. Or does it just look like it's just been left alone? It looks like someone may have just taken a a cursory glance in this chamber, but no, it looks... They looked uh, at those diagrams and said, I don't know what that is, and I'm not messing with it. <laughs> on the other hand, though, if there is something that can help us save her, she mm. might... Yes, I'll leave it to you to find. To I'll just it. keep guard on this door over here. Good idea. All right, so, so, I mean, we can at least take a look around. Yeah, who's searching the room? I'll search. I'll detect magic. Verity just posts up. I rolled an 11 for a 21 perception. I'll stay by Verity. I'm not super great at searching either. Yeah. Um, I will at least step into the room, close the door behind us, so it doesn't look like we're in here. <laughs> I'm going to go look through the L-shaped desk in the corner, mm. just see if there's anything there. Gwen's already checking for magic, so I'll just mundanely search it. Uh, Felix, where are you searching, specifically? I mean, if there's going to be anything useful, it's probably going to be on the desk. Um, both of you checking the desk, if you so wish, may uh, sure. make me both a perception and a praise or a craft clockwork. Uh, so my perception... Perception, I get a four for a praise. A praise, I get a 26. Uh, praise, nice. I got a 17, so. Felix, looking over this, you can tell that there are a variety of uh, interesting items here. A number of these, however, are items of some value, uh, particularly as Cornelius can determine, as a number of these are made of gold. Mm. Hey-oh. Uh, various gold components and such. I'll even give it to Cornelius because he rolled such a high a praise. The gold here is not in use because it is fancy. 
or nice or aesthetically even pleasing. It's used in here because it's a non-ferrous material and therefore mm. is highly mm. resistant to corrosion and harsh chemicals. As you're looking this over, you can tell that uh, some of the gold gears, springs, valves, and such scattered about the table are probably worth uh, more than the average commoner makes it a year. It's about 150 Wowzers. gold worth of uh, gears and various other items. And these guys didn't take it. That's kind of weird. Yep. Mm. They might not know it's that valuable. Yeah. I mean, it's gold. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's up to you if you wish to take it yourself. Uh, no. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we Don't need mess to with the clockwork components I don't understand because I don't have <laughs> knowledge engineering. <laughs> God knows what all this does. Because the other thing that Rick didn't mention is gold also conducts electricity. Mm. That's true. Pretty well, yeah. It yes, is an exceptional very, conductor. Yeah. Yep. Felix, you do yeah. note uh, two things of use. Okay. It appears that she had already finished construct construction on an additional two brass chatterboxes. Um, hmm. The crickets that you've been using. Oh, it actually might help. Plus the invisibility and getting her out if we attached a cricket to the wall. Oh, makes sense. Certainly. We can take them for now at the very least. We can return them to her when we're done. But yes, I Doesn't think Oliver still have the one? Mm hmm. So, yeah. We have three total at the moment. The brass chatterbox. It can be wound as a full round action, at which point it begins to chirp softly for two minutes. It's too subtle to be noticed, generally. The noise obscures speech and similar sounds nearby. Speakers within uh, five feet of the brass chatterbox can hear one another without difficulty, but anyone beyond this takes a minus five penalty on perception checks to overhear the details of a conversation. So yeah, it does. It more obscures the details of the conversation you're saying and not necessarily makes you more stealthy. Yeah, and it also says like within five feet, so like us huddled around a table can have a good conversation, but it yes. might actually impede us if we were in a room. But yeah, at least for now, we can hold on to them. They may come in handy, and yeah. if not, well... That's okay. We'll just yeah. relinquish them when we're done. Yeah. All right. Well, if that's all in here, then we should probably move on. Agreed. All right. So I guess stepping back out into the... Um... Into the training room. Yes. Uh, yeah. You exit from here. You make your way back into the uh, the chamber that the store initially opened up into. And into this, uh, this much, much, much larger room. Uh, some 25 feet across, 30 feet in overall length. Uh, it is a large, spacious chamber. As you enter into the room, you can see that off towards your left-hand side are three training dummies, although each one of them are oddly unique. Uh, off towards your right-hand side, you can see a wall rack covered in a variety of different weapons um, for, you suppose, a variety of different training exercises. A single door exits off of a, uh, a hallway off towards your right-hand side, and then again, an open hallway exits the room across from where you've entered. The ceiling in here is relatively high. The walls in here, strangely, as you enter, um, as well as the floor, are covered in padding in a way that seems odd to almost everyone with the exception of Verity because it mm. reminds Verity of when she did her martial training. Um, these thick padded mats to mm. basically break impact on the stone floor if you're thrown or grappled. Uh, although the padding across the surrounding walls is also somewhat odd unless you're of course training in exceptionally violent forms of martial arts or something like that. Mm. The dummies along the left-hand side appear to be divided into three categories each one of them a little bit different. One of them is uh, reinforced and is actually put on a pivot, the one in the center, and bears a shield and what appears to be a flail, uh, although the end mm. of the flail is actually a soft ball. In this way, it reminds uh, especially Oliver, although again, I'll give it to Verity, and uh, even Gwen, I think, has uh, specifically knight's training. Uh, it reminds you of the dummy that you would see on a tilt, where mm -hmm. when you hit the shield, the flail comes around. Mm -hmm. um, so it's almost a training dummy here, where if you're swinging at it and you strike it, it would pivot and swing a thing back around at you, 
teaching you both offense and defense simultaneously. Uh. It reminds me of the, the training montage in A Knight's Tale where he hits it and then it swings back around and knocks him off the horse. Yep, that's that's basically exactly what it is. Yeah. The dummy on the far side, again, you can see that it has a number of uh, throwing knives embedded in it. Strangely, it has an, it's very padded uh, and it's obviously used for training with ranged weaponry to keep any of like arrows and such from going through it. Oddly though, and uh, I'll go ahead and allow a, let's throw this under a praise as well. Allow a praise check from the group. Okay. Uh, well, I roll a 14 for a 24. So Cornelius, even from here, you can tell that there's a, a number of holes that have been punched through this. Uh, and even into the padding on the opposite wall, as if something had gone oh. straight through this. Cool. Whoa. Well, magic. <laughs> you recognize this not as magic. Uh-uh. As a firearm. Yeah. Oh, dang. Oh, that's cool. That's it also cool. makes Cornelius kind of realize as he's like, I've heard of these firearms. You know, they're, they're becoming somewhat more popular amongst the uh, uh, these musketeers that are coming into <laughs> to Taldor. Um, it also maybe reinforces why there's so much padding in this room. Sound dampening. Yep. Mm. The third one, which is probably the most curious, is a dummy simply covered in a vest. The vest itself has uh, almost innumerable pockets and is covered in tiny little bells. Oh, oh that's pickpocket cool. yep. training. Yeah, so we're going to pickpocket. Hmm. This is like a spy boot camp area. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Oh, Mr. Bond, we expect you to train. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know if any of us even have uh, anything to be able to identify the purpose of the bells. Uh, yeah, it would allow anyone that has sleight of hand to roll sleight of hand. <laughs> we know that's our weakness. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that, that's yeah, no one here. No. Who needs such a vest? Oh, it's probably one of those things for folk dancing, you know, that they, they wear the thing with all the bells on it and then it jangles ah. when they dance. Yes. Oh, you know, I do think there are some places in Tien that do kind of a, a dance style with bells. Oh, interesting. I didn't know Why that. she would have something like this here, I don't know. Well, there's space here to dance, clearly. Ah, this, yes. This is a training I'm room. This is certainly sure not meant for dancing. That's what it's for. It could be a training for uh, dance and Maybe combat. not, but I well, frankly we can ask have no her. idea what it is for. <laughs> <laughs> I will allow the group to make me a uh, perception roll. Oh, boy. Oh, no. I mean, I get a 13. Uh, I roll a 13 for a 15. Uh, doo -doo -doo. I roll a 6 for a 12. Uh, I rolled an 8 for an 18. And Oliver gets a 3 for a 3. Carry on. Do we check the door over there, or do we keep going down the hallway? I think we should check the door. Yes, we'll check mm -hmm. doors as we go, yes. Sounds I'll good. I'll step up to do that. Where do you make your way forward? Approach oh. this door. Felix. You note that there's a smattering of what appears to be a dark red dried liquid around oh. this door, as if as if someone had bled profusely mm. in close proximity to this door. Mm. Hold on. I'm not sure if it matters, but there's blood everywhere. Mm. All right. Well, I guess everyone else step back. Well, maybe we can... Look for more details. Yes. Have you um, have you learned do, to do you know something about devices? traps and you haven't told us this entire time and <laughs> let us all almost die several times, Cornelius? No, and I retract my statement. <laughs> He's like, uh, actually, yes, I took a level of rogue last time. And I just didn't mention we leveled it. up after that fancy net fight, right? Yeah. What well, we for now on call pulling an Amicios. <laughs> you knew all along you could have stopped these traps I could have that was the greatest <laughs> betrayal of all alright Verity will shoo everyone away and then uh, open the door Gwen right. pats Cornelius gently on the back like I, I know you mean well but it's you know mm. uh, if pertinent by the way the uh, weapon rack here does contain 
five daggers, uh, three rapiers, two bucklers, two kukri, and hmm. a longsword. Good gracious. All right. Well, I think we'll leave that alone for now. Uh, but... Regular armada here. Yeah. Oh, um, the dummies, are they movable? Well, I mean, they are, they're bolted in place on the floor, but they can be unbolted. Ah, uh, I was thinking maybe I'll just bring it in front of me. them and opening the door? <laughs> uh, I, say, I don't think we have any tools with which no, to do that. No, no, it's fine. But if it's not they a bad idea of, like, yeah, no, it's a good idea. idea. It's a good idea. Well, sorry, yeah. when I say bolted, there's basically a bracket that's bolted to the ground. All I can think of is um, the stands that you put a Christmas tree in. And then the mm. pole oh, for the dummy yeah. is stuck into that, and then you crank it into place to hold it in there, basically. Um, it's clamped oh, okay. in place. Oh, then I'll just unclamp one of those and drag it over with me, put it in front of the door, and then reach around it to open the door. Very well. I'll give you a plus two cover bonus. Yay! Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Hey, we're pro- hey, the fact it's that, better the fact than nothing. That, it, that could be the difference, you know? Yeah. I am using my environment well in this dungeon. That is what I'm doing. Opening this, you see a peculiar sight in that this door opens to a wall. What? However, huh. between the door Crud. frame and the wall is what appears to be a complex clockwork device of some form with oh, five no. barrels pointing oh, straight no. at Oh, my gosh. As this door's just here for them to learn to disable device. Yes. yes. That's exactly but also, what it's for. it's going to hurt. As you open it, there is a sound, a simultaneously a quintet of clicks. As uh, unbeknownst to you, um, basically hammers drop onto the chambers for these uh, each one of these barrels. Oh, it's a gun. No, but yeah, it's a five barrel gun. It is a five barrel gun. gun. However, however, nothing happens. Oh, good. Because there's no one's reloaded it. Well, I'm glad I didn't get shot. Um, This appears to be another training device, which perhaps we should all take advantage of when we get out of here. Um. Because of the blood, I don't think it was actually for training. What else would you do? Unless you like to train with the possibility of being killed. Well, Mm. perhaps there was magical ammunition, some sort of non lethal device. I don't know. (laughs) Just hit them with bean bags. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Rubber bullets, you know, yeah. And just because you're bleeding doesn't mean you're dead, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I've done a lot of bleeding today. All right, well. Um,. That was very dramatic. Um, I guess I just leave the, the dummy there and uh, yeah, go back let's, toward let's, the hallway. Uh, let's thank the gods that nothing was in there and uh, keep going. Yeah. Oh, that would have been so bad. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, when we find Martello, we're going to be like, next time. I feel like you've honestly found the room of, did you want to take a level of rogue? Yes. This is the training rogue. room to take a level of rogue. Yes. Mm-hmm. Would anyone like to retrain real quick? <laughs> yes, let's take two weeks. I always All love right. a good thief training room, though. It's very cool. If anybody wanted to pick up some rogue, but I I don't. I'm already a very odd class. I don't want rogue on top of it. I don't have enough skills for that to be an option. Uh, and it would hurt my magical. No, that's that's kind of the problem with anyone ex- except for Verity, is everyone else is a spellcaster. Well, I'm already on a slow mm. progression. There's a single exit from this room. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going, then. The hallway between this room and the next room is only about four or five feet and leads into a chamber that can only really be considered small because it is A, cramped, and B, in comparison to the previous room that you were in. Sometimes when I'm looking at the map, my brain immediately goes to, like, you enter into a small chamber, and I'm like, well, actually, my office is 10 feet by 10 feet, and this is three times the size of my office, so uh, it's not (laughs) actually that small of a room. Yeah. The chamber is curious to maybe most of you. Along the left-hand side, you can see four freestanding shelves. Racks stacked up uh, five shelves high and covered with a variety of glass jars. 
Off towards your right-hand side, you can see the wall is completely covered with this long desk that runs around the outside of the uh, the room. Uh, almost a C at that point, or a U, uh, along the outside, although the desk is basically set up as a standing desk, whereas um, it's closer to about four feet in height. Beakers and vials cover the table, spanning the entirety of this northern end of the room. You can tell that they seem to have been in no active use from what you can determine. Hmm. However, uh, anyone that wishes to make me a craft alchemy may do so. I'll also allow an appraise check if you do not have that. I will appraise. Try to appraise. I roll a 10 for a 24 appraise. Yeah, I, I gotta stop rolling that. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 2 for a 7. Well, this is an alchemist's lab, a full lab, mm. I'd imagine. The kind you don't take with you on adventures, obviously. That would likely mean that these shelves over here are alchemical concoctions of some sort. <laughs> Though I don't have the training to be able to identify them or anything. Uh, let's leave them alone then, perhaps. Yes, I don't want to juggle potentially volatile chemicals into a room. That makes sense. Uh, Cornelius, with your knowledge of this as an alchemist lab, you can tell how um, you guess Martella? You didn't realize that in addition to being a spy master and a clockwork creator, she also appears to be some sort of alchemist. I going to say, yeah. she's multi-class like mad. She wears a lot of hats. She's a, bit, <laughs> she's a bit of a polymath. You can tell that uh, you guess in her organized manner. There is an area off towards the left-hand side. So basically, if you were standing at the desk um, that's U-shaped, it would be at the 9 o'clock position. Uh, that seems to be where she has organized all of the the reagents themselves, uh, as well as that's where like her mortar and pestle are and all the mm -hmm. other things to prepare them. And then it looks like the process of it goes in a clockwise rotation from there. Um, so basically, the various stations are, you know, here's where she boils them and thickens the liquids and then combines them and then purifies them, so on and so forth. Which, according to your logic, as you can understand, means that the three o'clock position, uh, where you can see that there are a number of various items currently jarred and basically put uh, with stoppers on top of them, look to be completed items. Uh, looking them over, rolling over your um, appraise check from before, you can tell some of these are obviously um, antitoxins, of which oh. she seems to have uh, six of them lined up on a small shelf over that. You're going to guess possibly in case of accidental exposure. Mm. Uh, makes sense. Beneath that are eight unlabeled vials. Yeah, because she probably knows what no they are. You have no idea what they do. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, and they're not going to be magical, so... Uh, interestingly yeah. enough, though, uh, there are two small vials that are set up on the shelf next to the uh, the six other vials. Uh, these are not the uh, the complex alchemical um, vials, which I always imagine. I don't know why I always picture them as those uh, the square-based ones from uh, Diablo, but that's oh, how yeah. I always picture uh, them. Mm. Next to that are two vials that are about maybe two fluid ounces, uh, more akin to what you'd expect from a uh, potion vial as opposed to an alchemical concoction. Uh, Cornelius will cast Detect Magic and just see if those are actually magical potions. Uh, the small ones are both magical. Hmm. Okay, so I will take 10, giving me a 20 on a spellcraft roll. Uh, with a 20, you can identify one of these as being a potion of delay poison. Mm -hmm. Ah, makes sense. Uh, you're makes not sense. positive what the other one is. Okay, so it looks like we have... Ingredient processing, manufacture, and completion over here. Pretty sure these are antitoxins in case mm. of accidental exposure, you see. This is a potion of delay poison, and I'm not sure what this is, but it is magical. Hmm. Uh, I'll roll a spellcraft and not have any idea what it is. Roll a three for 11. Maybe I got a 15 for 21 spellcraft. Unfortunately, no. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Uh, it's nothing I recognize either. 
Um, I will allow uh, all three of you to make me a knowledge arcana. All right, I roll a 14 for a 24. Uh, Gwen rolls a 10 for a 13. Um, so Cornelius, you are aware that this is, uh, whatever this is, it's a conjuration. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, this is the conju a conjuration potion, though that could be any number of different things. Uh, I'll turn into tech magic on these shelves and just see if there's anything magical there because she did have some magic potions here. Maybe she has magic ones in the storage area. No. Hmm. Those seem to be the only magical um, potions here. So if one of us were an alchemist, they would be able to determine more. Whoever we're dealing with has been carrying poison on them everywhere they go. What do we say perhaps we'll just owe Martella one and we each drink one of those antitoxins just in case? I feel like she would approve of that. I agree. Well, and if she is an alchemist, she can always make more. True. Mm. <laughs> I mean, they are expensive, but... <laughs> we'll just put um, an IOU on the shelf. Darling, are, we have money. Said, we can buy more for her. It's fine. <laughs> there are uh, always... six antitoxin vials. So we drink one each. Yep. And one for it the lasts for an hour, and it's a plus five alchemical bonus versus poison. Oh, yeah. So. I was going to say, I, yeah. I really hope we won't need to drink that last one. That's for if you have a full party. Feed it to Martella. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she might need it. Actually, grab it and maybe, you know. Yeah, I mean, just in case. It wouldn't hurt. I'll grab the uh, the the potion of delay poison as well, because, yeah. again, this feels like a setup. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was just looking. Well, and I was also looking through our treasure last night. It was like, there we have a decent amount of poison. Uh, these guys <laughs> seem to like it. So. Well, yeah, because we have one neutralized yeah. poison still in the med kit. Yeah. So yeah, I just say let's let's drink those and just be cautious. So. Yep, makes sense. All right, then if we're good, next room. All right, you make here your way we go. What was the potion we identified? It fell out of my brain. Uh, potion of delay poison. Not as good as a neutralized poison, but you know, if you need time to get again, as, as, we've, as we've proven, you can run to the Temple of Abadar in like five minutes, even if you have a yeah. regular movement speed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, this will give me enough time to make it to the Temple of Abadar. Yay! I suppose you make your way forward. Verity, as you step forward, uh -oh. approach the door. Take a hand off of your uh, your glaive, I imagine, as uh, mm -hmm. you get ready to reach out for it. You almost stumble for a moment as you trip harshly <laughs> over a near-invisible trip wire. A hair-thin <laughs> wire. It's not the door. It's actually in the five-foot square in front door. of the door. <laughs> no! Oh, no. Here we go. Nothing immediately seems to happen. However, I will allow a perception roll from the party. I, seven doesn't get me nothing. Uh, so I roll a 18 for a 20. Uh, I roll a 12 for an 18. I rolled a nat 20 for a 30. Hey. Nice. Oliver gets an 18 for an 18. Yeah. It's not bad. Felix and Cornelius. Hmm. In the back, at the back of the line here. <laughs> Both hear the distant sound of a, a tinkling bell coming from somewhere beyond the doorway. Well, they've been alerted. We might as well open the door immediately and Let's just uh, go. Go. Well, of course. Like, as I, you know, if they didn't know we were coming, and I was talking more, opening the door. <laughs> I look at you with just like daggers. <laughs> and Quinn turns around and looks at Cornelius and just shakes her head, like, "Why that did was you a say bad that?" Move, Cornelius. <laughs> uh, also, just uh, for the party's edification, actually, the perception check to have, if someone was even standing on the other side of this door, the perception check to have noticed your fight in the when you first oh, arrived. Yeah, well, it, there's like mm -hmm. a huge amount of stone between. Would us. be a negative eighteen because okay, of distance yeah. into yeah. into intervening doors. 
So mm-hmm. uh, it would be unlikely that they were aware of you up until now, unless. Well, there's also like 10 feet of solid stone at a minimum between that room that we were in. So, I mean, the chances of them being able to hear it directly through the stone is zero. But regardless, though, uh, there's nothing you could do for it because you would have literally probably needed a rogue with trap spotter to have uh, been aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. But you step forward. I suppose throw open this door. Yep. Which leads to a, a short hallway, uh, which ah, turns sharply well, to the right after about 10 feet or so. I guess I'll continue forward because now we're in a hurry. Yep. You rush into another room that is half worked, um, as if the excavation, as if the construction here had been continuing, basically leading into a chamber some maybe about 10 feet by 10 feet, although off towards the left-hand side, it just opens up into an open cavern of unworked stone or partially worked stone, as it appears that excavation and leveling have already taken place. Six sets of mandicles, evenly spaced along the western cave wall, dangle down to the dirt floor. All but one set of these mandicles hangs empty. The final set secures the body of a beaten and bruised, although conscious, Martella Lothied. As she glances up, begins to muffledly shout towards all of you. I'll pick it up here next time. Oh, Here's the weird part about this: uh, is did she have this as a jail, or was it turned into a jail? I'm sure I it think it was turned into, into one. Like these manacles hanging from the ceiling makes it sound like oh, they just like posted them up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Although it is curious that they would hang six and only have one person. Well, there were supposed but, to be other people here. Yeah, it there feels were like there, there to are. Be. So where are the other people? Yeah. In the torture chamber around the corner. Unless yeah. all the servants they were with were spies. I mm. mean, Aha, what a twist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that might, <laughs> well, that would, that would explain how they got her, right? Yeah. All right. Dang. Well, well hey, uh, hey, you know what? We found Martella. And we didn't true. die. We did. It's true. Not yet. So, let's keep let's keep this uh let's keep this going. We'll get her out of here. Hey, every episode where nobody dies is a success in my book. I agree. However, before we go, we do want to take an opportunity to thank our patrons for their continued support of this uh, this ongoing war. Um, mm-hmm. The war to survive down here and all the rest of that stuff. <laughs> and save Martella. It's thanks mm-hmm. to all of you that we can afford potions and vials of cure light wounds. <laughs> you know what wars I mean, run on? They run on patrons. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. I guess. <laughs> in a weird Page, sort of way. I mean, I would like our characters to have access to the Patreon funds. That would make things a lot easier. <laughs> we would like to start our own Patreon. What, is, own what is the dollar to gold exchange rate? Right? The sad yeah. thing is you guys are technically the noble patrons of this war. Oh, yes, uh, we are. It's true. However, uh, we do want to take an opportunity to thank a couple of those patrons by name. I will go ahead and go hey. first with that and thank Ivan Kavapple. Thank you, Thanks, Ivan. Ivan. I appreciate thank the help, you, Ivan. Ivan. Thank you. We haven't gotten a lot of Ivans. Yeah. Yes. You know what, Ivan? You're not terrible. <laughs> oh. well, I'm certain he's never heard that it before. Took me a wow. moment, but Jordan. Just a wow. history joke for you. Oh, Ivan the Great instead. Yeah, there yes. we go. Indeed. And I would like to thank Chris Kennedy of the Kennedys? The Ki- Ooh, yeah. It's nice Maybe. to have a Kennedy. Appreciate it, Chris. it is nice to have a Kennedy, mm-hmm. yes. Either that or they combined Chris Redfield and Leon That's Kennedy. That's was going to like, oh, yeah. That was why I was thinking Resident Evil immediately. Yeah. child of Chris Redfield and, uh, and Leon Kennedy. Yeah. Yes. I was just That's thinking, exactly yes, where my brain went. That works. Yes. Have huge muscles and amazing hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's I mean, how reproduction works. <laughs> and I would like to thank Shave D. Oh, thank All you, right. Shave. Thank you, Shave. But it's one word. Or is it just shaved? Well, the D is capitalized, so I don't think it's shaved. I think it's shaved D. 
I think it's Shady. Shady. Sounds like an awesome DJ. Thank you, Shaved. True. I'm going to go with that. Shaved. Uh, yes. Shaved. Shaved. Duh. Shaved. Shaved. Duh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. All right. And I would like to thank Jason Sims. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Jason. Thank you so much. I feel like this isn't the first Sims that we've had. Probably not. I don't Sims think so, isn't no. a super uncommon last name. That's true. I would like to thank Chris Strader. Oh, two Chris's in one yeah, two episode. Thank you, Chris, ah, thank you, Chris and Chris. Thank you, yeah. Team Chris. The Chris, Chris Club is apparently the, uh, we divide our patrons into teams based on yes, their names. Team Chris, Team <laughs> Steven. Uh, what do we have? Keeve, team Kevin. Team Kevin, Kevin yeah. yes. Yeah, there are a lot of Kevins. The, the continued battle between the Steves, Chris's, and Kevins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I would like to go on ahead and thank uh, Blake Crowell. Thank you, Blake. Thank we you, appreciate Blake. the help. Yes, thank, thank you, Blake. Blake. Thank you. So thank you all for your uh, your support. And uh, thank you, of course, to our Find the Path tier patrons, which do include Andrew Miller, Ann Herr, Braden Worrell, Eric and Lisa Junker, Gary S., Ian Date, Jessica Vetterly, Jim C., Joshua P. Saldana, Kevin Ederfe, Louis Ellis, Sky Rabchaduk, and TJ Khan. Thank you all for your continued uh, support of this. And uh, yeah, tune in next time to see whether or not our uh, our childhood friends can be uh, be rescued by uh, by other childhood friends. <laughs> the power of friendship. The power of Let's friendship. Let's do this. Magic. See whether or not magic the power of friendship prevails. <laughs> it will. I will make it. <laughs> Ross demands it. We'll slam them with the wall. Uh, I don't have any more walls left, so let's hope it doesn't come to that. I was going to say, if you're a Magus with a wall spell, something's gone horribly wrong. <laughs> I, that, that guy can actually learn wall spells. Oh, sorry, I apologize. They're pretty... If you've somehow jumped yeah. to the point where you're a Magus that can cast a wall ah. spell, something's gone terribly wrong. <laughs> or terribly right. I'm Rats. level 15 now, y'all. Let's go. <laughs> Regardless, though, until next time, good luck, Pathfinders. Good luck. Good luck, good luck. luck. So the question is, is Martella making all these, all these rooms herself? You can't have contractors come down to your secret lair. She's pulling a murder castle thing. Like she brings in one group <laughs> and them? then fires them and then brings in another group. I don't think Martella is as sinister as we're making her out to be. Like, <laughs> Do you want wall confines? Because that's how you get wall confines. <laughs> <laughs> Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. War for the Crown is copyright 2018. War for the Crown and the Pathfinder Venture Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.